Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Wednesday, June 17th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. The survey says Kansas fans are generally happy with their athletic department. The Star conducted a survey of KU Athletics, sort of a snapshot of the moment in sports. And as you might expect, fans were happy with Bill Self and the basketball program, even though it's in the middle of an NCAA investigation. And they're mostly optimistic about a football program, even with little success to base that on. Beat writer Jesse Newell, who launched the poll, is here to talk about the process and the findings. After a break, you'll hear from KU Athletic Director Jeff Long and Missouri AD Jim Sturk. They were part of a program about college sports earlier this week, sponsored by the Kansas City Public Library and moderated by former USA Today college sports writer Steve Weberg. You'll hear Long and Sturk talking about the resumption of the Border War series in men's basketball, football, and other sports. So let's get started. Hey, Jesse, how you doing? Doing good, Blair. How about yourself? Doing fine, doing fine. Um, hey, I, I really enjoyed this latest project of yours. I don't think, if we've, if we've done something like this, uh, I, I can't remember uh, doing it at the Star, but you um uh you asked fans i guess fans anybody could have uh, responded and and we'll get into that in a second too uh, oh they they to, did blair <laughs> everybody did yes <laughs> to, to to a KU athletics survey and uh i, I thought it was the the answers were were interesting uh a couple of them were were surprising and we'll we'll get into that but before we get into the responses of the survey uh i want to ask you about the process and first of all, how did the idea come about? And then how did you go about executing it? Yeah, I think a, a lot of people are doing this at this point, And I'm just sort of a sucker for these. I know, for example, uh, one of the sites that's my favorite is Fangraphs, which kind of does the nerdy side of baseball, the numbers side. And um, they were doing one every couple of weeks about whether fans thought baseball would be back for 2020. And I just noticed that every time they did a new one, I was clicking on it because I wondered what people thought. And I, I think it helps sort of shape also what we think, just kind of get the, the wisdom of the crowds with that. So uh, I filled out, I uh, went on Google Forms, and actually they have a pretty nice setup when it comes to that, uh, to be able to fill in your questions, kind of do everything in a, a very standard way. And then you basically open it up and you can get the results in here. And uh, as I'm sure we'll talk about here, Blair, it's sort of, you know, when I first put it out there, I just said, hey, anybody take this KU Athletic survey. But uh, unfortunately for me, it quickly became a pastime of Missouri fans to come on and fill it out in a very uh, <laughs> funny for them, not as funny for me way uh, to, to go in there and kind of, you know, make fun of KU. So I had to go in there. I had to parse through a lot of different things. We ended up having 1174 on the responses. And I ended up basically accepting under half of that, about 530, because um, while KU fans were interested to share their opinions, Missouri fans were even more <laughs> interested in sharing their opinions about KU. So um, kind of had to sift through that, and it was a little bit of a, a process to do it. But I think what we're left with is a good glimpse of the fan base, how they feel at this moment. And a lot of these things, you know, I can't predict. I, I don't know how people feel. So it's kind of good to get their answers and get them in, um, you know, survey form in pie chart form so people can look at them. 
Right, and that's how it was presented uh, on the STARS website in, in pie chart form. And, and you ran the gamut of questions. Um, a, a, lot of it just, a lot of it centered on, um, on, on what fans think of Bill Self and the basketball program, Les Miles and the football program, and, of course, the job of athletic director Jeff Long. Um, it just seemed like almost all the questions had some variation of, of their opinion of that. But let's um, let's just kind of start with some general observations of the responses. Um, but and as we do that, let's kind of set up where Kansas is athletically right now. Basketball, men's basketball, coming off a terrific season in which they finished the you know the the, the year ranked number one nationally. Of course, didn't get to play in the Big Twelve or the or the NCAA tournament because of COVID. Football in Les Miles' first year uh, won three games. And including a conference game, beating Texas Tech. And uh, that's the three victories matched the most for the program in the last decade. That's how bad a decade it's been for Kansas football. And Jeff Long was hired, I believe in, it was 2018. I think he's second year. He's, he's got two years on the job, almost finished his second year at, at KU. So given that um, given that background, you asked for grades on, on Jeff Long and 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 also had uh, you know asked for evaluations of, of of the progress of basketball and football. So let's let's at the beginning um, let's just start with grades. It seemed like correct me if I'm wrong that Bill Self came out pretty good uh, about seventy five percent or you know are really happy with with Bill Self in, in terms of got him an A gave him an A grade and. And more than half, slightly over half, are satisfied with with Les Miles, um, who after you know, like I said, one football season, uh, three wins, and then Jeff Long below those two, um, uh, sort of in the B C range. If you were if you're doing it by grade point average, probably a two point five for for Jeff Long. Uh, what did you make of those responses? Well, yeah. So let's start at the top. So Bill Self, I think the question here is. How much are people still behind him? Uh, obviously, he's all a famer. Everything on the court that he's done, uh, the amazing success, the conference titles. You know, he has the one national title. Maybe that's the only knock against him now at this point is he doesn't have a second. But if you look across the national landscape, there's very few coaches that have more than one, especially at the age that Bill Self is. So overwhelmingly, as I think we probably would have expected, you know, 74% gave him an A, 18% gave him a B. And honestly, I tried my best to weed out the Missouri responses, but Bill Self got 16 Fs, which to me <laughs> makes me think that um, I tried to get all Missouri's responses out, but maybe I missed about half of them because uh, it's based off of the other responses. It seems very difficult to come to a conclusion that unless somebody just um, is frustrated with the violations and frustrated with you know how that all is turning out, you know, for Bill Self to get an F grade seems kind of out of logic compared to the other responses. So yes, very happy with him. Uh, for KU fans are uh, in that realm. Les Miles, I was a little surprised, but I, I think you spoke to the points. You know, 51% gave him a B, 22% gave him a C, and 22% gave him an A. So the, the D and F grades are almost non-existent uh, for him. So a, a very high grade for him in his first year, but you spoke to it. Three wins for the program uh, matches the highest total in the last decade, and the sites aren't very high. So I think he was able to really extend his honeymoon period 
past the first season, which was a good accomplishment because, you know, everything was working for him up until that point and everybody was so happy with him. But then you have to go play the games and KU did play the games and they got, you know, a huge victory at Boston College for one and, you know, picked off a couple at home. So, yeah, I think that's that's good for Les Miles. Uh, We asked also about how many wins people expected for next season if a full season is played. And basically most were in the three to four range. So again, that's kind of the benchmark there. And if Les Miles continues that sort of progression, then he's going to be liked just fine around these parts. Uh, Jeff Long's, uh, you know, like you said, it was pretty mixed on his. And I think part of this might be just sort of bad timing uh, for this survey for him, just because this is coming right after the very uh, newsworthy settlement with David Beatty and his 15-month lawsuit and KU paying $2.55 million to sell that lawsuit. Plus, as we reported in the Star last week, uh, about a half million dollars so far spent on lawyers' fees, so KU not coming out ahead, plus the bad PR they got, plus potentially affecting their NCAA case in a negative way. So all that, that seemed like a misstep from KU Athletic Department. So Jeff Long's grade might be a little bit affected based off of just recent events. But yeah, it seems like the jury is still out. I, I could definitely see a scenario there where a lot of the fans are looking at this and kind of gauging his job based off of what they feel is most important. And if if we look at that, what most KU fans feel is most important is the basketball program. And last year, they were on track to be the number one overall seed. They were on track to be the favorite to win the national title. They still have Bill Self as their head coach. So things are going hunky-dory in that regard, at least in the most recent season that was played. So I think Jeff Long, a little bit of his grades reflected in that, and some of us reflected in this David Beatty situation as well. So I think the jury's still out on him almost two years into his tenure, but as far as Les Miles and Bill Self go, I think very, very good grades compared to uh, potentially what they could be uh, and probably would be for some of the other programs out there if you asked for fans to grade their coaches. A big chunk of questions on um... – on the the NCAA issues that Kansas faces, and you asked fans whether they think Kansas will receive a postseason ban as a result of the allegations. Two thirds said yes, they they do expect that, um, but they for some reason don't believe that the 2018 <laughs> Final Four banner will come down because of the the allegations. Even though the one of the one of the uh, subjects of the allegations is a player, Silvio de Souza, who uh, played for the 2018 team and, and appeared in the NCAA games. So the, oh, that plus um, the, the question of uh, will will self be suspended as a result of the allegations? A majority said, slight majority, yes. And but then and 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 you you wrote about you wrote this in your in your comments. Uh, do you think Bill Self uh, committed any NCAA violations? And 54% said, nope, they didn't think Bill Self committed any NCAA violations. So how do we reconcile all of that? It just seems like fans understand that Kansas, something something bad happened, and Kansas might pay a penalty for it in terms of a postseason ban, but um, but keep the banners up, and, and Bill Self, um, you know, just is, you know, didn't, didn't you know shouldn't be blamed for the violations is is that is that somewhat of a correct read yeah and again with these polls you're trying to get accurate data and you're trying to make sure i think it's good to parse all these out because they are kind of different compartments here but I, i feel good in general about the responses here because i think this does reflect what you would expect from ku fans and like you said the fact that um, a majority of them didn't think the banner should come down, and and over fifty percent of them don't think that Bill Self committed NCAA violations. I mean that that to me speaks to a fan base sort of 
thought. You know what I mean? Like they are yeah. going to stand behind their guy no matter what. So I think we go one by one on these. Uh, two-thirds think, about two-thirds think that KU's going to get a postseason ban. That seems to be sort of the reality of the situation. Honestly, I mean, it might be optimistic for one-third of those people to think no. I mean, just based off of what happened to Oklahoma State, even if there is this new independent process, I mean, do we think that they're going to completely let Kansas not suffer any postseason ban penalty based off of five level one violations. I mean, I think that even, even for a third of people to say that's not going to happen, that's probably pie in the sky. And that's probably a little bit uh, speaking to a fan base that is hoping for the best and trying to see things optimistically. Uh, yeah. The final four banner is kind of a point of contention. Probably maybe that won't happen. Maybe it will, but uh, yeah, the Sylvia de Sosa part that's linked in that. Uh, I think there's been a long time. I know there's been speculation from some of the national writers out there, like uh, Mike DeCourcy, uh, from Sporting News, NBC Sports, Rob Doster, that that banner is coming down. Even I know Gary Parish and Matt Norlander have talked about it on CBS Sports before. So I think the national thought is basically that that banner is going to be vacated, uh, that Final Four is going to be vacated, but perhaps the fans don't feel that same way, and maybe those two things can be untied. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, the, the, the fascinating one to me was that over half thought that Bill Self would be suspended games less than half thought he violated NCAA rules. So I think the messaging out there that KU has tried to get across through its lawyers, through these statements it's made to stand up to the NCAA, it sounds like it's sort of been effective with KU fans, which is basically the point making that the NCAA is the bad guy here. They're trying to overstep their bounds. KU didn't, you know, and Bill Self included, did not um, violate these bylaws, and the NCAA is taking an interpretation here that they shouldn't be taking. That's KU's argument, and it seems like by those two responses that some of these KU fans or a lot of these KU fans are buying that argument that KU is going to get, you know, a, a, a postseason ban. Bill Self is going to get suspended, but they believe in their heart of hearts that Bill Self and KU actually didn't do anything wrong here and that the NCAA is actually in, in the wrong and maybe trying to overstep its bounds. So again, kind of fascinating responses here. I also want to point out with the Bill Self, did he commit NCAA violations? 17% said they were undecided. So uh, there's also a portion of that that could, you know, easily be tipped to the yes or no side as well. So it seems like people are kind of trying to, as you said, reconcile their thoughts on all these matters and to kind of separate those out, I think, brought about some interesting responses. Yeah, and the timing makes a difference here too. I mean, we're we're in, in the process, Kansas has, you know, they've gone back and forth with the NCAA responding to the accusations, the allegations, um, and, and in Kansas, there's been no determination of what what's going to happen with Kansas, or and, and when that happens, what Kansas would do in response. So, a year from now, these same questions might be answered entirely differently. But but as it stands right now, um, I you know the the fans still love Bill Self uh, is what I get from from this. And yeah, you mentioned the the undecideds, the 17 percent undecided. So you add that to the you know, to the um, to the to the uh, no answers. Do you believe Bill Self committed NCAA violations? And you know, there are seventy more than seventy percent of the people are are basically you know uh, not saying yes, uh, saying either no or undecided. Which, as you said, it, it, it is very interesting. Okay, let's let's get on to a couple of the other. Uh, uh, you also asked about um, you know relating to the COVID nineteen and and whether uh, games will be played this year. First of all, I should say that fans are in favor of opening up Allen Fieldhouse to alcohol sales, more than half. And, um, and, and then also, 
do we think football and basketball are going to be played in 2021? Just straight out, not whether played without fans or a limited number of fans, but whether played at all. And um, and it's funny the and and maybe uh, again this speaks to the timing as well. But majority no, <clears throat> um, majority yes with delays and cancellations. And uh, for for football and, and basketball, yes, on time. A majority say they think it's going to start on time. So I, I don't think I was surprised by any any of that. And I I, I kind of agree with that. I think football is going to be uh, th- that's you know we've heard we heard Jeff Long talk about it earlier this week that um, and Jim Sturk, the Missouri athletic director, that football might have some stops and starts along the way. And basketball may be just a little too far off in the distance to think that way. And I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, I think everybody who's a college sports fan is thinking football right now anyway. And there, there's a lot to consider with with uh, with football. Yeah, I, you know, I'd, I think it's the same thing kind of we talked about with some of the early responses. I think people are voting with their optimistic minds here. Uh, and so the optimism here says, yes, you think, and so if football is going to play, even if it's with delays or cancellations, because that's what everybody's hoping for. And everybody's hoping that the world gets a little bit closer to normal. I think I was a little surprised with uh, NCAA basketball where it is sort of flipped where more people thought that it was going to start on time instead of with delays and cancellations, just because of the nature of football and basketball, uh, which is football is, you know, played outdoors and, um, you know, perhaps there's a little bit more uh, that doesn't have to be considered in that sort of regard. And, and maybe the virus doesn't get transmitted as well in those sorts of settings, whereas basketball is indoors and even the travel involved with playing a couple games a week and getting players from point A to point B, those sorts of things, it seems to uh, to maybe make things a little bit more difficult. But I, I don't think anything is too far out of the realm. Like I said, I think all of us are hoping that these things start back up and, and nobody is probably clicking on the survey thinking, I'm going to go on here to make sure that I make my voice known that I think that everything is going to get shut down in 2020. <laughs> so uh, that's probably why those little tiny yellow slivers are in the pie charts there. Most people are trying to vote with their optimistic minds. Right, right, and look easier to spread out at a football stadium than than in a basketball uh, fieldhouse or arena. Yeah, and um, you mentioned that didn't mention fans, so I think that's part of it as well. Um, yeah, so this is not saying hey, there'll be fans or won't be fans, and so that's part of what we have to take out. You know, they could be playing basketball in front of empty arenas potentially. Uh, you know, if, if that was the way to make it the safest, that sort of thing. So, uh, but yeah, basketball is not that far in the future. You know, that's that's the crazy thing. We think of it like okay, that's a winter sport; it's way down the line, but. Uh, you know, late October, early November is when those preseason games are, and um, they're going to start conditioning and doing all the other things that normal college athletes do here in a few weeks. So uh, that thing is not going to—it seems a far like it's far away now, but it's probably not as far as everybody believes. And uh, hopefully, we have more answers. We don't have a lot of answers right now, but uh, hopefully, we get those here uh, coming up in the next few months. Yeah, I think if I had filled out the survey, I would have voted for the delay in in basketball. I just think it'll be put off for a little while. And, and what's the, the, one of the big unknowns is we just don't know what football is going to look like for, you know, for college sports, for the NFL or, or college, but um, maybe, maybe colleges will be taking cues for, you know, winter sports from what happens in, in the fall. Okay, Jesse, like I said, it was a, it was a terrific read. It's, it's part of our story links. And of course it's on KansasCity.com and Kansas.com, but you're not finished with the survey. The survey is not complete. There is more to the survey. What's coming up? Yeah, Thursday. Uh, be sure to check out the Kansas State Targets. We'll have the uh, the second part of this, which is 
basically talking about some of the short answer questions in there. So um, we asked about, you know, what does KU Athletics do best? What could improve your experience with KU Athletics? Who is your favorite basketball player of all time? Favorite basketball player last year? Same thing with football. So some interesting responses in there. And, um, you know, usually you can kind of lump some of those words together and figure out, hey, this is uh, this is kind of how a majority or uh, a bigger grouping of people feels about a certain topic. So some interesting answers in there, and we'll get a little bit more in depth into what KU fans think about uh, the good and the bad when it comes to uh, the athletic program that they support and the one that they watch over the most. Well, looking forward to that. Um, We are going to take a break here. And when we come back, you're going to hear from Kansas Athletic Director Jeff Long and also Missouri AD Jim Sturk, who participated in a, a forum on several topics Earlier this week, uh, sponsored by the Kansas City Public Library with moderator Steve Weberg, former college sports writer for USA Today. And we're going to hone in on, um, on, on Jeff Long and Jim Sturk talking about the resumption of the border war and, um, and, and what it took to get uh, Kansas and Missouri back together on the basketball court, which is scheduled to happen this December at Sprint Center and then on the football field which uh, doesn't start until 2025, but the, the, the team signed a, a multi-year contract to resume the, the Border War series. So uh, stay tuned for that, and we bid farewell to Jesse Newell. Jesse, thanks for stopping by and talking to us. All right, no problem, Blair. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important please visit kansascity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. In a more normal time, we'd be preoccupied with, with the resumption of, of the rivalry. And that, that starts in basketball December 12th at the Sprint Center in Kansas City. And, and in football, because football schedule so far down the road, not till September of 2025, but in both of those sports and in other sports, you know, somehow in a time of our country's deepest partisan divide, I guess we should credit you guys with uh, finding detente. <laughs> how did you do that? How, how did it happen? Was it, was it a matter of the athletic directors, the leadership changing over at both of the schools? And uh, kind of the elephant in the room here was was Coach Self, the, you know, the Hall of Fame basketball coach at the University of Kansas, who was adamant for a long time it was not going to happen. Uh, I assume that this wouldn't have happened without his nod of approval. And, and did he have to be cajoled? How how did you all finally get it done? Well. Jim, can I start on our side with, uh, with Kansas? Sure. We, we might have had the bigger hurdle. I don't know that I want to speak for you, but, um, you know, uh, and I've said this before, but when I came to Kansas, I knew this. Having been an AD at, at uh, three previous institutions, I wasn't going to walk in and tell uh, Kansas Jayhawk fans and, and alumni 
uh, what they should do with that Missouri game. That that was not my place, and I made it clear. But from my opening press conference, there were questions. Are you going to play Missouri again? Are you going to play Missouri again? So, again, my, my approach was to listen, and, and we had a, uh, a head coach's meeting where I wanted to listen and learn and understand the reasons. Certainly the obvious reason Missouri left the conference. Got it. Um, but it was a rivalry. It's one of the nation's oldest rivalries. And candidly, as athletic directors um, who are responsible for filling stadiums and generating revenue, um, just on the outside, it's a no-brainer. We should play because there is a great rivalry. And and we talk a lot about this in our AD circles, and the media does too. We're losing these rivalries. We're losing fans in the stands. And so to me... The biggest uh, propeller for me was I hate to see a rivalry die, one that has such tradition and so long in place that I needed to ask the questions. And, you know, obviously, as you all know, widely publicized Coach Self uh, was, you know, he was in a position at the time that things were changing in the Big 12 membership. So he was involved more than just the normal coach. I, I can't remember if he was – uh, acting when there was a uh, interim AD or before there was an interim AD, but Bill was very much involved in decisions of the Big 12. So uh, certainly it was uh, personal for him. But again, like many things, we just started the conversation and Bill engaged in the conversation. And uh, I didn't push it, and uh, but I kept asking the questions. And, and you know, I think Bill, Bill is a very thoughtful man. He's a very thoughtful coach. He continues to think about things, and, um, you know, 99% of the time, um, he arrives at a great place. Uh, Even if you disagree with him, he arrives at a place because he's thought it through to the nth degree. So, you know what? When he got to that point, he recalled, which I did not see, and Jim, I think you did, you know, the charity game. And, and the passion that was there and the rivalry was there. And he, in that first meeting, he talked about that. And so I think that seed kind of grew with him and he got comfortable with it. And I think he saw, you know, again, a rivalry dying and saw a chance to, to reignite it before it totally went away. And again, I, Jim and I have talked about this as we were putting it back together is, you know, we want to come, we want this to come back with all the passion with all the passion that our fans have, but but also in a way that promotes more sportsmanship than may have been there in the past. Doesn't mean we're not passionate. Doesn't mean we're not as spirited. But, you know, I think we both want our fans uh, to come back with a, a sense of sportsmanship and that we can bring this back in this rivalry will benefit both schools. So thanks for giving me a chance to talk about it. <laughs> Uh, that's great. And Jim, I know you didn't, it wasn't a hard sell at Missouri, right? I had, well, I had the same question when hired, you know, and, and actually there were some for, some against, you know, they, they people didn't want, want it. But uh, just like Bill, I think I saw the passion around the charity game and that charity game came about for hurricane relief and we raised over $2 million for hurricane relief that year. So it was special and it was uh, I was, I was, uh, wow, this is a, a, a charity game, doesn't mean anything, but, but all the people were excited to be there at the Sprint Center, and, and obviously they're, they're excited about it coming back. But um, when, when we announced it, I have to tell this story, and I, I shared it with you all, but 
John Anderson of ESPN, who's an alum of Mizzou, said, text, he said, you and Jeff deserve the uh, Nobel Peace Prize for bringing this back. And, and it, was, it was funny, but it, it was because, uh, you know, Jeff, I, I've known a long time and we, I could reach out and say, Jeff, I know you're just hired. Congratulations. And oh, by the way, you know, your, your daughter's coming here and, and she's, a good, she's a good Mizzou alum. And, uh, but but um, that, that when the time is right, let's talk about it. And it, and it didn't happen right away. And we, we started to talk and we started to talk football first, but then basketball came, came about and ended up getting that done um, sooner rather than the football games. And what, what about other sports? Uh, I, I, should we assume that this will extend to other sports and, and where are those discussions? Yeah, in fact, uh, they, I think softball played um, in a tournament uh, against Kansas and, and there'll be other sports that are scheduled and those, uh, the ADs aren't as involved, but other than to say, you know, yeah, you, you know, reach out to your counterpart and, and let's get that, you know, get that scheduled, especially in these times where you want closer games where you don't have to fly. And it's a, it's a great game for all our sports to participate in. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a number of sports that are talking. Some that, I, Jim, I think they're already scheduled, but I don't have the, the detail for it. We haven't announced it, but, but they're scheduled and that's healthy. And again, think about it from our Olympic sports standpoint. They get to compete against another, uh, 85 school that will have a good RPI and they're two and a half hours away. They're a bus trip. So, I mean, it makes all the sense in the world, especially at this time when we're starting to re- regionalize competitions to save money um, so it makes all the sense and trust me those rivalries in tennis and volleyball and women's basketball those are intense rivalries too so uh, and student athletes they want to play in front of fans and passionate fans and so I, i'm excited for them as well as our football and basketball programs well my guess is that if you guys can maybe get Texas and A&M back together and say getting West Virginia back together, then you can think about that Nobel Prize. Uh, we'll go on the road. Jeff Jeff is used to that. He can do that. <laughs> Talking to all those folks through the football committee. That will do it for today. Thanks to our production staff of Derek Donovan, Savannah Smith, Randy Mason, Beth Welsh, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. Tip of the cap to Jesse Newell for joining me today to talk about the KU Athletic Surveys. You can find the story and other stories about KU Athletics on the links in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, earlier in the episode, you heard me talk about the Sports Pass offer, and still stands, still a good one, 30 bucks for a year's worth of sports coverage, and that includes the Sports Extra on the E-Edition. I was just looking at it. There's 30 additional pages of national sports coverage today. Well, here's an even better offer. Buy the entire Kansas City Star product. News, sports features, commentary, analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus extra news, sports, and business coverage from a national perspective. The details can be found at account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. That's account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. And whether it's the sports pass or the full subscription, you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Thursday with another episode. <laughs>